Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Hello, Looney listeners. Welcome back to episode 128 of Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You are with a couple of high priests of Conchu, and uh, it is Ray. I am here, and joining me (laughs) this episode is none other. It's great to have back Rebecca. Rebecca, hello. Hi Ray, good to be back. I could say I kind of zoom in. I'm like, it's like as many as often as like Moon Knight has little comic runs. I just pop back and go hi. Yeah, um, that's it. So no one, no one forgets the character. So you still have the copyright on my name and stuff like that. that that's right. We yeah. we have to uh, yeah we have to use you every every so often to make sure we don't lose the license. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, no, but it's really cool to have you back. Um, uh, it's a new. This is a new year, 2020. This is the first episode of 2020 for Into the Night. Looking forward to it. Um, Rebecca, you know, we had a little chat just beforehand, but um, had a good end of year, start of year? I had a very good end of year. I mm. went to Cambodia for a couple of weeks, mm. uh, which was uh, very nice. Came back, had, oh, crazy. Um, and then, yeah, pretty good. Then, you know, Christmas and that, and computer broke. We got a hole in the ceiling. Yeah. I had know. a cold, but little things. Yeah. No, but generally it's fine, you know. It's just, I mean, let's if we don't if we don't count things like the British election and Brexit, yeah, yeah. which we don't talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good to be in a new year, and I hope it isn't as bad as the last one. Yeah, look, I, I don't know where you stand as well with it, Rebecca. But um, this morning over here, we heard of the big news with. Uh, have the royals um there's a bit of a something happening there with with megan and um and harry megan uh, megan and uh yeah just no i don't care about the royals okay okay cool cool <laughs> like, it seems to be um no i'm i'm very happy for them to go do whatever they want mm-hmm. as a nice young married couple yes i don't care about the institutions of the royal family mm-hmm. and i think she has been treated ridiculously badly over here mm. uh, and she's being treated ridiculously badly on twitter yeah. and the press are horrific and now they're using it to hide any bad news stories about brexit so it's all i just uh, ignoring and yeah. heavily ignoring very happy for everyone to go do what makes them happy yeah for and sure. not told what to do by anyone else yeah, no, so absolutely. um yeah I, when I say I don't care, I, it's not that I wish them any bad luck. I, no. I, if I could move to Canada, I would also move to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful country. But yeah, yeah. I, it's it's another reminder of uh, some of the worst of my country. Ah. So it's, along with Brexit, it's not very pleasant to p- follow any of the news of it. So ah. I've been staying out. Sounds like you've been dodging a lot of landmines. <laughs> in, uh, in the UK, there with uh, the tabloids and what tabloids, it's just the news and such. Yeah. So uh, that's a bit unfortunate. Um, yeah. We have the, uh, as everyone probably knows, we have the yeah. fires over here, um, all going. You know, still, still going. Um, volunteers actually uh, at work today. They've released because um, I work at a university, and the the vice chancellor released a, a message to everyone. You know, with. Uh, um, 
you know, special leaves and stuff that in case you uh, are volunteering or in case you are part of, uh, you have to, um, you know, engage if you're part of the services uh, and you need to be called up, uh, all that. So it's uh, it's really, you know, it's really uh, a big really, deal. It has yeah. ramped up over here a lot. So yeah, uh, well, I'd like to say <clears> on behalf of the rest of the world, we're watching and mm. we have every sympathy. Yeah, and like, wish sure. we could do more. I think it's also. Uh, in in another slight against my country, I cannot believe that we have not done more to help. Like I think oh. it is like no, no. I think yeah. like I'm, I'm just gonna say it, like we caught we we go on about this whole Commonwealth thing. Oh, okay, yes. And That's like coming, yeah. and like, what is the point if we're not like True. one of the first there? True, um, you're right. One of the wealthier members. Um, not saying we will do everything we can for you guys. So that is a um, good point. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's another shameful. I mean, of all the shameful moments in our history right now going on in the UK, yeah. I think that's another one. And I, I, you know, like I'm personally have emailed my MP to ask him why we are not supporting our good. Commonwealth, our fellow Commonwealth. You know, because this uh, it's one of the world's biggest <clears throat> natural disasters at the moment, and, it it, is, and yeah. people are just watching it unfold or like um so if there was anything more we could do for you yes i wish we could do it for you but um it is i can only imagine how overwhelming it is yeah to be part of it right now oh no absolutely and 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 all the sympathies go out there to to the families affected to people involved Uh, of um, course yeah and and to the a huge amount of respect to uh, i mentioned as well to the real heroes in our world um the likes of the firefighters and, and everyone um, even those that that live, the locals that are doing their darndest to um, to help others, um, you know, to to kind of you know save wildlife, yeah, property, everything like and that, everything, so, everything, yeah. yeah. Um, listeners, in case you are wondering, you have not come across the anti UK podcast. This is the ITK podcast. <laughs> I do love, I do love my country. <laughs> no, I know, We're just yeah. having a very rough time right now. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, Anyway, Rebecca, we're here. We are doing a Lunapic review, um, a new yes. comic book review. So uh, Rebecca and I have joined forces to look at the latest issue of Moon Knight in comics, which is Conan Serpent War issue three. But before we get into that, just a little bit of housekeeping. I would like to say that this, uh, I'll call it this month's episode, or this month, sorry, not episode, um, mm-hmm. is brought to you by a, a few new Patreon members. Now we've just started this at Into the Night, our Patreon page and um, drive. It's it's going well. I'd like to a big thank you to Wayne, Josh, and James for jumping on board. Wayne, the first ever member. Thank you, Wayne. Wayne has thank been on you, the Wayne. show. Thank you, Wayne. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he's a he's a gem. Uh, but uh, yeah, we dedicate we'll dedicate um, this episode and this month's episode to you guys. Thank you so much, Patreon members. Now, of course. You can support this show just by sharing it by, through word of mouth or um, or listening or liking um, or sharing it on the social platforms. But if you do feel so inclined to, you know, to pull out the hip pocket, um, chuck a bit of coin our way, it would be very much appreciated. Uh, there's a page there. It's all in the show notes. Just check it out. Um, you know, we're hoping we're hoping with this extra assistance, Rebecca, to um, expand the show a bit more. It will just give us a little bit more leverage as to what we can do on the show, 
Um, yes. Yeah, so. You can have the outtakes of me swearing. Yes, exactly. That's what me and, me and Ray were just discussing. But I, I, so I'd like to say thanks to Josh and James as well. I said thanks to Wayne for being the first, but thanks to Josh oh, and James as well. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss you guys out. I mean, because Ray's mm. already said thank you to you all. But yeah, and no, I mean, I'm, look, there's lots of things we can talk about, about expanding the... Uh, the yes. podcast then yeah sure. and they can get expensive to run i i hear i mm. know that i generally just pop onto other people's podcasts but that they there is an an, an incurred cost to them so um yeah, yeah it's cool yeah it's cool and, and we'll see how it goes look we're just testing the waters um it's an opportunity um but rest assured, whatever the outcome, uh, you know, we'll keep this, uh, we'll keep the podcast running. Um, certainly, since the TV show is is around the corner, so can't wait for that. And and comic series. Um, so uh, also, just want to mention. Now we've mentioned before, Painted Monk's Library. It's a comic book reviews website um, hosted by Wally Monk. Um, and we have collaborated with them to undertake a massive uh, project to review every single Moon Knight issue um, in article form. Uh, that was released early January, January 6, and our first ITK scribe, Russell Moran, he kicks us off with Werewolf by Night, issue 32. So, again, in the show notes, check it out. That's a great read. Russell um, is, is a good reviewer. He knows his stuff. Uh, check it out. Uh, also, as well, in the show notes, uh, Painted Monk's Library have their very own review of Serpent War number 3. So if you um, want to learn more after Rebecca and I take this apart... <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Is that the one you put up on Facebook this morning? Yes, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I had a quick read. You had a good it read. Was very, it was a good review. It was a good review. Yep. It was a good review. Uh, yeah. I'd say just uh, kind of aligns well with what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you always say things are a good review when you agree with them. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's not true. It's easier to say it when you agree with them. You can generally tell if something's a good review whether you do or not. I'm just being flippant. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, and I actually know the the writer to that, um, Bobby Freeman. I think he writes that article. He is actually a, a Conan scholar uh, of some of some sort. He, he's quite well versed in in Conan, so he obviously looks at it from the point of view of Conan. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a good read. So check it check it out. Um, now, before we get into the review, Rebecca, there's I just had a little trawl with news. There's only mm-hmm. one bit of news. I don't know. I'm not sure. Have you been reading at all or following um, the history of the Marvel Universe? No, I was waiting to buy it in trade. Well, I know mm. a couple of things about it, but I was waiting to buy it in trade because it seemed like the kind of thing that would be a good trade buy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of things that they've dropped in about the future that I'm a little bit concerned about. Oh, but like, um, like I what? didn't know about this one. Oh. Well, they say oh, I, this is going to sound pathetic. Nobody mock me. They they <laughs> mentioned Tony Stark marrying Emma Frost, which I'm not. Wow, in- really? I'm I'm not on board with like. From either side, but anyway, it just sounds, sounds um, so random. So it has to be true. Yeah, you know? I just, I just, I don't like them. And this is going to sound weird, given what we're about to talk about. But um, I'm not sure I like them boxing in like what the future holds because, mm. like, we've had. So, I mean, and the truth is, we've had so many futures. Like, I can name yeah. three different Captain Americas of the future and three different Sorcerer Supremes of the future. Mm. So yeah. Um, and and everyone likes the one they like, so I mm. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so the one you're going to mention yeah. is oh, look, I I certainly know where you're coming from, Rebecca as well. But I mean, and 
Yeah, so the one that I'm alluding to is um, apparently in issue six of the history of the Marvel Universe, there's some talk of Galactus um, talking about the futures, and and he mentions the age of Khonshu. So, um, one moment. To cough there, Rebecca. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it was uh, I was very tentative. I was about to cough any any second. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so there's talk of the age of Conchu in this, and that has um, opened up a few speculations as to whether there'll be something similar to the age of Apocalypse or the age of Ultron. Will 2020 hold a huge event uh, akin to the age of Conchu? I don't know. What are your thoughts, Rebecca? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think it wouldn't be like Age of Ultron, mm. um, <laughs> but uh, because that was so weird. I mean, like in terms of it was very specific as well. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like Hakonshu's not really interacted with a lot of other people. He has. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I keep like going in and out, and we'll probably hit on some of this when we talk about the comic. Yes, about how the how portrayals of Moon Knight have been in the recent mm-hmm. year or two. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I feel more nervous about anything Moon Knight centered than not, uh, like yeah, or excited about it. Like I would okay. like to be still excited. Yeah, um, I'm just pulling up the panel of the Age of Konshu. Yeah, there's a whole heap of stuff that. Um, so Galactus... we've got the King. In... Oh, it's the same page. The Wedding of Emma Stark and yeah, okay. Tony Foster, Tony Foster. Right, the Age of Konshu is the first one mentioned. Yeah. And the interstellar a... reign of the half-breed, well, we know that's coming. Yep. The king in black we've got. Mm-hmm. In case anyone doesn't know what any of these are, we can get... So, uh, the, the wedding of Tony Stark and Emma Frost, the rise of the outlaw generation. So, th- these are all events for next year, definitely. So, we've yeah. got... Um, well, this year, yeah? Yeah, cause, yeah, this year, sorry. Yeah. Empire, Outlord... Yes, uh, and that's right. You're right. Surfer. So where the hell? So now I'm even more concerned about the Tony Stark thing. Yeah, because surely they're rubbing shoulders here with actual events that we know of. So the I'm tragic like... fate of Luke Cage and Jessica Jones's second child. Oh, the, the Defenders of Tomorrow sounds cool. This could be all a manifesto. Just be a manifesto Thread... for for this yeah. year. It'd be great. Um, Threadneedle, no idea. Warbird, nice. The fate of Mephisto, that's coming as well. Yep, yep. Um, oh, that, all, this all harks true, you know. From yeah, so the age of Conchu is the weird one, and the picture they've got is weird as well. It is it. weird. There's a crescent moon on someone's face, right? Um, it looks more like Mephisto than Mark Spector. Oh yeah, um, I don't think it's it, not, yeah. it's, it's, it's not, but it's got that same angular face as Mephisto is mm. often drawn with. Like it's clearly not. So, I mean, unless this is kind of like the... Well, unless this connects to Jason Aaron's talk of, of yeah. Moonlight a lot, um, this certainly is something that is coming up this year. Uh, I'd take it probably... I mean, we've already, got, we're already inundated with Empire and Outlawed coming out as well. It might be the second half of the year. I don't know, but... Yeah, because we've also got Iron Man 2020. Oh, yes, that's right, the big one. up till June. Yeah. So anything that happens with Tony can't be till the second half of the year. Yeah. Um, right, so they say it's a picture of Constu in his human form. Oh, who, sorry, who says that? Is that there? It's uh, the article. Oh, the I article. Up okay. To show me the page. Yeah. I yep. just pulled up a random article with the page. They say it's Contra in his human form rather than his uni- usual animal avatar, uh, wow. which suggests he might take on a host, possibly through possession. I'm not sure it does suggest that. It might just suggest he manifests mm. as human. But whatever, exactly. it doesn't matter either way. 
um, it would explain the human face. I mean, so they would be slowly planting the seeds, and you know, I guess we'll get it to, to with the review. I mean, even before then, um, Conan Serpent War issue one, say Rebecca, and issue two, there were little bits of conchy there. Let's talk about it as well. There was also the Cullen yeah. Barn, the annual, with, yeah, which probably had more. Um, mm. of a sense of setting up an age of Khonshu, given yeah. that it was doing like Moon Knights through the ages. And a very um, different very different Khonshu, right? It is pretty much yeah. front and centre. Is not There's no ambiguity or no um, yeah, mystery. It's, uh, it, it's, yeah, it, these are all the things that are slightly unnerving. It's like, oh, look, you've put the page on. The, I didn't see the page in the oh, yeah. show notes, so I went yeah. to look it up. But um, hey, uh, yeah, uh, these are all the things that leave me a little bit not worried just i guess unsettled like yeah. all these things i've been so sure of are now okay we're changing it and like i accept the comics need to change and yeah. it'll you know i'm willing to give it a go but it just feels a little bit like uh, things are going to change that i'm not sure about hmm. <laughs> so we'll see yeah it's kind of it is a little bumpy isn't it like this whole resetting um it is always unnerving i always find it uh, um and look Max Beamers did it with with the Moon Knight series, you know, as, as that travelled along. Um, Moon Knight again, again <coughs> in issue three, and in Conan Serpent War, he comes across more. I, I find him more as a bit of a like the Doug Mensch Moon Knight. Is it a little bit more quippy? Not not as quippy as Damnation, but is uh, a bit more lighter. And I, I and I mentioned in the notes a bit more informal. Um, they've definitely made they've definitely made him lighter and less serious, and I don't know if that's to try and move away from the mm. the obvious comparison that I'm not going to mention nah. for once. Yeah. Um, but I also, but it also they've done the same to Iron Fist, yeah, um, which is interesting to me because like you can actually read some comics that are like if you went from like Spider Man to Iron Fist to Moon Knight, and like there's um, it's not that there's no difference. Spider Man's definitely the quippiest yeah and then jason aaron i would say makes him a bit too much even for spider-man so um yeah it's the only thing it's like the only character i'm not enjoying jason when jason aaron writes i just when when did he write when did he write uh, in war of the the realms yeah yeah and um i'm not hating it but it has that same sense and like usually i've usually only got it from like iron fist and moon knight is this a bit too quippy to get it for spider-man is a little bit like okay yeah he's got to be sometimes these people have to take these things seriously they're like fighting huge like yeah um and and i don't know they seem to and it's weird because i do the iron fist podcast as well Hmm. to feel that they're having the same issues and across different writers um of like quipping up and it's like yeah. i i don't know i mean hopefully eventually we'll get this new moon knight run there'll be a settling period and yeah. we get a bit and the same with iron fist we get a bit more sort of demarked characterization i think since the the lemire run yeah uh there was always going to be a weird period of adjustment where people decided where to go yeah. with with moon knight and we're not quite there yet we mm. keep, it's like well, there's it's like Okay, once when I described Bemis experiment as like sort of throwing things at it to see what stuck. Yeah. Um, oh, it was very experimental. But I don't think Yeah. We, yeah, which I like I don't mm. mind experimental like, you know, you you have to allow things to fail. Yes. To get some of the brilliance. And um but I don't think anything we've had since has come out and said no this is a new definitive statement on Moon Knight. No. It's like we're they're still sort of treading water and trying to finding it and it's um, it's like you almost want someone to come in and like not 
see what audience re- it's it's almost like they're testing audience reaction mm, mm. and i kind of want them to come out and say this is what we're doing whether you hate it or not and and hopefully age of conscious might be enough of a big deal to mm. to do that well i mean so, I, th- I think he needs you know this probably sounds obvious to all the loony fans out there i think he needs his own title to really get sucked into it because with uh contagion and with this Conan Serpent War as well, when he's kind of part of a, an ensemble, he tends to, and look at look at Damnation earlier, you know, a couple yeah, of yeah, years yeah. he tends to resort or revert to this very kind of generic, um, I find very uninteresting. Um, but, you know, the likes with Bemis and, say, Lemire and a uh, solo title series, um, I think there's just a lot more scope for, for him. And yeah, he can even be sure. quippy there, but, like, at least you know that, oh, it doesn't come off as as um, as disposable as when yeah, it seems he's in yeah. the team. Yeah, which which reminded me that I actually liked him in Contagion more than the other stuff. I think um, oh, okay, yeah. he wasn't in it very. much. I mean, he was barely in it, but I liked him at least coming in yeah. using his expertise, his areas of expertise, having people listen to him. Yeah, but that and, was good. Yeah, that was good. He actually... Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it was just like. Um, and I know that there are issues with like the fact that he, the Iron Fist got that for half of it and then just kind of dropped off. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of like that Moonlight show, but they didn't just treat it. That, yeah, they, they made little jokes about the mental health and stuff, but mm. he came in and sort of said, look, I'm the person who has the expertise in dealing with this. And yeah, they were like, yeah. oh yeah, you actually do. Let's <laughs> do your plan. And it worked. Yeah. And um, yeah. so um, that says a lot about whether I trust Ed Brisson with the run. And um, yeah. he also that was Ed Brisson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did an extremely good Iron Fist, uh, Iron Fist run. Oh, he as did, well, I, I so. love the Iron Fist run. Although, yeah, yeah. I, I'm slightly, but he did yeah. something. He did kind of what we need for for Moonlight now, which mm. is taking all this disparate Iron Fist stuff that's been written and getting back to the last big run and making it work from there. Yeah. Then he kind of went back to Immortal Iron Fist and bridged over to that and didn't yeah. sort of retcon too much and stuff. So. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, we're certainly being um, kind of prepped for, I guess, you know, down the track, however Age of Conchu or Moon Knight is um, depicted as. It, it looks like he's coming out as, <coughs> I guess, two things. It looks like um, we're going to get a, to me, I'm going to call it more of the classic Moon Knight, more of the um, the... He's focused, he's driven, but he's not brooding, you know. Uh, he doesn't mind the, um, you know, the odd smart aleck comment. Um, you know, I think we'll see more of that sort of Moon Knight and we'll see more of Conchu uh, being, being more of a thing, like being more Yeah, of I mean, I, accepted... I think Conchu is, is at this point now is a real thing. Yeah, he's no longer just a, a, a potential figment of Mark's imagination um, yeah, I think that's I think that's the one thing they have come out mm. and not not said, but I think that's the the we are taking away that ambiguity at least yeah. for you, which is a little and, bit of a what, shame. I don't know, like, it's I, a little bit of a shame, but at some point, yeah, you almost you almost need it to. It's like it's like as as you get better about talking about the mental health and stuff, mm. you also have to worry like why is he not seeing anyone? He's a rich mm. guy, you yeah. can like go see all the doctors and say you know like and. Um, Maybe this is maybe he maybe Contra always was real, and now we're mm. just now we're just dealing with it. So yeah. I don't mind things like that changing if it works. If it it's currently, I'm not entirely sure it's working, but yeah. I think it could. Look, to tell you as well, I think someone would be great to take on Moon Knight if they're going to go down that route. Is 
um, is Greg Pak because uh, oh yeah sure. yeah I've been reading um, the older run of the Incredible Hercules and the way he oh, yeah it's my favorite beautiful run, one of my it favorite is runs, so good the way he handles the the different uh, mythologies. Mm. And, uh, and 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 he pays um, homage to them as well. Uh, it's yep. not just like oh, this is Hercules, you know, he's just a strong guy. No, he actually goes back into the details um, to actually. I think Greek it's um, that's actually the run that made me go, yeah, I really like Hercules. Mm. <clears throat> it is so good. Like, it is very good. Yeah. Um, and so if he could do something like that to the Egyptian mythology and Conchu, I think that would be really good. I've been I'm very interested in the, the Egyptian side, like the 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 deity side of Moon Knight. I think I, think, be, I hmm. think that's probably where they're heading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because it's not really been explored before. No, we've got we've got the new status of the Greek um, uh, gods. Yeah, you know, we've got the cosmic Greek pantheon, mm-hmm. and we're awesome. heading to a lot of cosmic stuff. And yeah. we've got like so we know Hercules is going to be. Um, showing up is it in Guardians? Yeah, I think Guardians. Yeah, is he? I can't wait. I, I have to know when, when and where because he's. he's I so think. Much... Um, I think it might be Guardians One. I think the Greeks are showing up. Oh, really? Yeah. If not, I'm sure some art's been shown of. Of uh, you know what? It wasn't Hercules that was shown. I think it was Zeus. Okay. But the extrapolation is there. I love, especially as especially as Al Ewing's the one who got that all started yes, that whole with no road home so, and all that with yeah. no yeah right so um al Ewing, so i think al Ewing, that's where we might see the greek pantheon again which opens it up for getting the egyptian pantheon yeah. in as well so i think we're going there like i okay. think i think that's i mean like in that age of country that's immediately what that makes you think so mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. a case of like now placing mark in a position and yeah. you know keeping what we have of him and not losing too much of that of him being quite smaller scale and with the tight, mm-hmm. um, tight friendship circles and Marlene and, and now Beatrice mm. and whatever, you know, like, cause we kind of like, he's a bit of a family man yeah. kind of as well, you know, like he's got those sides. So, and you can, we'll you, can you can cater to her all as well. I guess you, you don't have to totally ignore one aspect in order to focus no. on the other. So uh, yeah, I'd love to see more of Marlene, Beatrice, um, you know, even Frenchie, his family, Samuel's Netta, all all of that sort of stuff. They're all family. I count them as family. Don't yeah. worry, Gina the lot. That's what I mean. That's it's the yeah. Moon Knight family. It's like yeah. it doesn't mean his actual family. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't want to see that much more of his actual family if we're going there. But you oh know. yes, I'd like to see more Randall. But anyway, um... no, I've got. I'd, I'd like to see him, but not like as uh all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like you know, but yeah. I mean the the ones of his friends and stuff. Yeah. And uh, just one one other small little thing because I can't let it go about cosmic Hercules and the Greeks. I love it, uh, Rebecca. <laughs> I was reading Bob Layton's uh, 1984 Hercules when he's um, uh-huh. he's riding around in Apollo's chariot in space. It is so much fun. He's with um he's with this Rigelian andro um not android not even an android Rigelian robot who is like the human is like a recorder and he's recording mm-hmm. his travels. Anyway, so he's he's riding in space and he's on this chariot and the recorder says, how come, how come you can speak and breathe like in space? And Hercules <laughs> is like, why not? I'm a god. So And and, and he has all these funny adventures from um, capturing um, um, people who have been ransomed to um, – oh, it's just a lot of fun. It's so lighthearted and it just – I think it captures that essence of the really, the really fun 
um, outgoing Hercules. Um, yeah, it's, it's we really love good. him. I want him back so badly. I can't, I can't wait for him to come and what back. a surprise me and Ray got distracted to talk about Hercules. <laughs> if you don't know, we're both, we, one of the, the reasons we met, was, well, one yeah. of the reasons we met was talking Hercules. Oh, so. absolutely, absolutely. He's, he's very good. And so, you know, Egyptian mythology, let's bring all the gods together. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's have a big war of gods. Why not? You know we're going <laughs> to yes. build up to it if we start. So. Have, you, have you read Chaos War? I, I want to. Um, I haven't read that you yet. You know what? I think I have, but not for a long time. Okay, because that was all the gods. Maybe I'll kind go of. back to it. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a Japanese god. Uh, Mishu. Oh, I won't even attempt the name, but he was. Uh, <laughs> he. I think he attacked the Greek gods. And anyway, it sounds a lot of fun. Um, anyway, so um, moving on, <laughs> we have Night Watch, which. Uh, for those loonies that want to know where Moonot pops up uh, and you want to complete your collection, um, of course, he's in Conan Serpent War number 3, 399 at uh, your local comic book store. Rebecca, this was cool. I-, I might pick this one up. It's for a dollar. It's True Believers. Uh, it's titled Criminally yeah, I Insane. It. Oh, you did? Okay. And it's. Um, yeah. Uh, focusing on Bushmen, so I think it's it's, it's probably a, it's obviously a Moon Knight issue, but it's um it's part of the yeah it's um let me look it up because I'm on the white the white page for it um, yeah under the criminally insane right it, it's, yeah it's yeah. it's for the launch of that Ravencroft ah right um, right they're kind of like Arkham Asylum version of okay. uh, of the Marvel universe uh, whatever they're doing with that but the fact they're doing Bushmen implies that. Um, it's a reprint of Moon Knight number one from 1980. Ah, okay. Oh, that's a, a so, nice, yeah, nice meaty role of Bushman there. So, yeah. Any, anyone so, unfamiliar? It's interesting, hmm. it's interesting the ones that they picked. Like, you know, um, hmm. uh, let's see if I've got them. True Believers, Criminally Insane. Because it's an interesting mix. Because I was interested, to, I, you know, it's always cool oh, some to weird. see people like Bushman pick up. Yeah, some weird Earth villains, right? They've got Claw. A claw, that would be uh, Dracula, the Mandarin, Purple Man, Gypsy Moth, the Absorbing Man, <sighs> Bullseye, the Masters of Evil, and the Green Goblin. Oh, Masters of Evil would be fun. Yeah, so, I mean, who knows what we're going to get from that, but mm. that's all part of the um, this Ravencroft thing that they're yeah. launching. I think that probably just the success of that absolute, was absolute carnage? Um a lot of only Scream has come out as well. I mean, a lot of these Venom symbiote um, characters have um, been re reborn, really. With, with yeah, other... yeah, <coughs> yeah. I think, and probably people just if people wanted to go and explore some of the edgier side of the mm. Marvel universe, and yeah. But um, it is an interesting thing, and it's interesting that Bushman. That's another sign for you that Moon Knight is. Yeah. Go, coming to slightly prominence because if you look at all the people that are the enemies of, they're quite they're bigger names than Moon Knight yeah. generally. Oh yeah, no, so, I know it seems a little odd in it, but um, you know that that's but he's be a, a good great thing. baddie. He is good, yeah. So, I, I, yeah. He should he should have a, like a mini series or something. Just you know how Taskmaster and Hobgoblin yeah. have had their well, own. I'd love... I was about to say Yondu has one at the moment. So like if <laughs> oh, yeah, Yondu yeah. can sustain one, Bushman probably could. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um but that's my disregard for Yondu. Sorry, <laughs> Yondu fans. Is that is um, that the Yondu? I hear it's that, I hear it's good, but like I'm just yeah. have no interest in Yondu. So. Is that is that the Yondu MCU Yondu or the, the real Yondu from I really 
Oh. I don't know. Oh, like, yeah. <coughs> I, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to waste money buying something I'm not that nah. interested in. Yeah, yonder, yeah. Um, but it is supposed to be good, as is the Morbius run. So new oh, Morbius. Morbius. Run. Yeah, I've, I've only read the first two, but I really enjoyed that. So yeah, that might be a trade buy. I don't know. I'm actually yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, here we have Marvel monograph. It's the art of Declan Shalvey. So 1999. At your retailers, uh, this is a collection of Declan Shelby's works, I believe. Um, yeah. and he's highly successful with Moon Knight with Warren Ellis. Um, so that would be a good pickup as well, yeah. Um, I went, I'm That's sure Moon Knight he... on the front cover, so yeah, you know. yeah. Oh, well, I think, yeah, that that run with Ellis really did cement Shelby, I think, as uh, within Marvel at least, as a as a really yeah, great sure. artist of his right. So um I'm assuming a lot of sketches in there, a lot of un unpublished work. Um so go check it out. It um might be worth might be worth buying. I don't know if I've got enough money. I don't have money mm-hmm. these days, but <laughs> anyway. Um Alrighty, well how about Rebecca, we we'll take a quick short break. We'll hear from a couple other great shows out there in podcast land. And uh, when we come back, we'll get stuck into Conan Serpent War 3. So, uh, perfect. See you soon. The Devil was once the most beautiful and favored of all the heavenly host. But once infected with the sin of pride, he was cast out of the Lord's sight into the farthest depths of hell. In his humiliation, The devil raged, "'Tis better to rule in hell than serve in heaven. My offspring, the October Pod, will one day conquer mankind and all the Lord's works. And so, reborn once each month at 1.38 a.m. by man's reckoning of time, the October Pod rises from its slumber, seeking what bold individualists it may devour.'" Edward October presents Octoberpod, a terrifying spook show. Available now on YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and at OctoberpodVHS.com. Octoberpod, retro horror for bold individualists. WhenItWasCool.com is your source for the best in retro pop culture. When It Was Cool features articles and podcasts on retro TV and movies, toys, action figures, pro wrestling, food, video games, and more. Hit the Patreon button to support us and get instant access to hundreds of premium podcasts and features. Family-friendly and fun. WhenItWasCool.com Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners, episode 128. This is Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. You are with Rebecca and Ray, and we are going to look at a new comic book which was released just Wednesday past, new comic book day past. It is Conan Serpent War 3. Now, um, Rebecca, would you mind... Oh. Damn, I didn't feel I didn't feel out all the details. <laughs> well, Did you we, not? Uh, a little. I missed out on editors and letters. Anyway, we've got most of them here. Um, I can pull them up. Just I can give you the details. Okay, if you give me yeah, um, the details, that'll be yeah. great. So, writer Jim Zub, mm-hmm. artist Luca Pizzari, colorist Frank D'Amata, 
Vanessa Del Rey, the artist, mm. and James Allison sequence, whatever that means. Oh, yes, yes. Jean Jean Francois Beaulieu, the colorist, and ja- oh, for the James Allison sequence. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, I know what it means. Mm. I know I'm being an idiot. <laughs> so they're different artists for the James Allison sequence. Fine. Mm-hmm. VCs Travis Landon, the letterer, uh, cover artists Carlos Pancetto, Anike. Oh, and Frank Demata. I've got a very nice picture of Anik from Anarchy of Hella. Oh, uh, that's just a random picture. Uh, I won it. So hooray! Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, uh, one of the conventions I go to, they do a ticket where you get a random sketch by one of the people who was attending. Okay. And so I got this really cool. Oh, fantastic. Picture. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I don't think we need the editors and stuff, right? Nah. Uh, and there's lots of, and there's also lots of um, credits for the Conan property stuff they get oh, apparently. Nah. Blah, 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 they get, blah. They get, they get a nod, blah, blah. They get, get a nod. Uh, yeah, and so you mentioned, yeah, three variants. Uh, so Marcus Martin, Giuseppe Cameron Coley, and Kim Jacinto released January 2000, oh, 2020, not 19. I'm living in the past. <laughs> looking at my notes I didn't even <laughs> We're still living in the past. Uh, yeah, so that was this is issue three. And uh, the bare bones for this is as follows. The four fighters across space and time track down Set's relics in the hope to destroy his coming power. James Allison and the Worm convene to watch and witness the likes of Conan and Dark Agnes in the Hyborian Age, along with Solomon Kane and Moon Knight in the 1500s, to encounter Set sympathisers and both parties succeed well in culling Set's followers. The mysterious vessels which guide the two parties lead them to a bracelet, one in the Hyborian Age and the other in 16th century Europe. The bracelets are to be destroyed simultaneously and in doing so would strike a massive blow to the God of Chaos. James Allison is released from the um, ethereal hold of the worm and once he feels his spirit lifted, Allison can't help but acknowledge his hand in helping the worm's own sinister ends. Back in the two time periods, Conan almost reaches a bracelet but is struck down by Satine, Princess of the Serpent. Elsewhere, centuries ahead, Moon Knight reaches the bracelet and its enigmatic words from Conchu, which compel Moon Knight to put the bracelet on. In a dazzling array of green energy, Moon Knight is seemingly whisked away to another space and time, where the true war is raging. So, yep, that pretty much, uh, I guess, sums up. There's, it was action-packed, Rebecca, I think, this, this issue. There was a lot of action. I mean, you have to be. You've got two, time, two three time zones and mm-hmm. bringing things to a conclusion. So there's have, lots of fighting. And, and you have Conan. <laughs> he, he fights a lot. He fights. Um, he fights and doesn't wear much. <laughs> um, but, Looney listeners, uh, for those who are first-time listeners, um, so we've just given the synopsis. What we do is that we'll go through some some main aspects of the issue. Rebecca and I will just discuss them, ranging from writing to art to themes to characterizations and uh, references to any other runs. And we'll cap that off with our moon rating system. So, um, yeah, I guess the first overall impressions, Rebecca, uh, what, what did you make of this? Did you enjoy the action or did you feel, feel yourself a little wanting more? I thought it was fine. I mm. thought it was just, it seemed like, almost like comic book by numbers. Mm. 
It was yeah. just like, oh, and then we'll have another fight scene, and it doesn't really matter who's fighting, and then there'll be a quip, and then there'll be more fighting, and then we'll move it along. Um, yeah, I, I, it was fine. Mm. It was fine, but it didn't really do anything for me, I have to say. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. As Writing well. wise, yeah, uh, yeah, anyway. I, and well for me a bit of art as well but um i think well no i agree with you. i think where it does where it does come into its own is the coloring apps i was exactly i'm looking at the yeah. cover and i'm thinking exactly that i, I love the jump between conan and agnes and then moving to mark and the different colors and you get like purples and whites and greens and browns and it's very obvious it makes it very visually obvious where you're jumping from one to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess with the art, the layout as well, like some of its the, the mark and stuff is much more. I don't know if it is actually. I'm just having a quick flick through, but um, just the panel layouts. But I think mostly it's the coloring. The coloring and the James uh, Allison sequence is very different. Oh, Vanessa Del Rey um, and this the colorist for that is really good. Um, it it actually does lift. A little this issue. Unfortunately, there's only like one page or one or two pages of it um, in this issue. <coughs> yeah, uh, much of it. Is and then taken... right at the end, we get another color sequence altogether. Mm. Oh, so, with the, uh, yeah. the red, yeah, with the red, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I it, it's hard because I if you're judging the middle two issues of a four parter, there's always a stage of physically trying to put people where they need to be for the ending and this felt very much like that yeah it does it's just again it comes back to i guess this being a four-parter and the writing and we spoke about this a little earlier before rebecca as well it it's it seems that there's i don't know i could be really reaching here but there's not that much investment in this series um, from from those involved, it, it is very much a setup, and we we know there's a Dark Agnes series coming later, written by Tin, mm-hmm. Tinny Howard. Is she doing it? Yeah, she's amazing. That so I can't. I actually, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and the, the cover looks really good. Um, so we know that we're going to get also Conan the Serpent Crown as well, which I think will be a follow up to this. Um, yeah. So this is very much kind of like a springboard to a lot of other titles, and. With and four. increasingly, like just what you were saying about yeah. um, the real war, it's, yeah. this leads me to think this is also taking us straight to the age of Konshu. Yeah, could, could yeah, absolutely. Whoa, wow! I, actually, I didn't, I didn't put that together because that last thing uh, that was a bit of a, a, a carrot dangling. This true yeah. war. When I read it and finished it, I was just thinking, okay, what the hell? is happening here now like where is he is he in his mind is he how is right he, yeah this bracelet where we don't know what it's done to him has it actually physically transported him to another space um i don't know and conan's there as well so um a lot of a lot of questions there so i do yeah I, it's it, this that's this that last page is very interesting because mm. the top panel moon knight and the bottom panel moon knight are not the same moon oh knight. you're right i'm looking at it yeah he's got more of an egyptian garb at the bottom yeah yeah. Right. But, but... Is that Conchu? The, that could be Conchu. I, it could be, or it could be not Conchu. It could be, <laughs> it could be Set. I mean, given that it's talking from, the, from a snake in the bottom panel. Oh, I would have assumed or, Set was a snake, um, but... That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Not got, it's not got Conchu's um, font. No, no. No, Conchu would be... But I'll, it says, this I'll, is no dream, Mark Spector. Yeah. Yeah, so that's So set I'm guessing talking. this is... That's set talk. But is that but, um, is that Conchu? Cross... Is that Conchu wrapped up in set? 
Oh, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Or if not, it could be in a much earlier avatar of Khonshu. Oh, yeah. Could be as well. Um, Ooh, interesting. Because if you look but, further, there's a cosmos in the background as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're going cosmic in one way or another. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Um, but, I'm, yeah, I just like... So, so the, okay, but it, it, it gives us back to exactly the same problem with the comic is that it feels like it's set up for something we don't currently care about. Yeah. Because um, yeah. there aren't going to be that many people who are fans of all the four characters that they've got in this series. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. you know, so I, it just seems like it's a stepping stone. It does. And, and I think there are a lot of... A, Sorry. And I, I don't know if we need stepping stones or if they could just drop us in the middle of this and say, this is what happened. Well, I mean, if they're doing stepping stones, I think they've missed a lot of an opportunity here. They've They've glossed over... What I fa- what I found interesting in it, this whole kind of collecting or destroying the relics to to hurt set and to to hunt down these bracelets, it all seems to happen within twenty three pages. You know, I, I would yeah, love yeah. I, I would love to have seen a drawn drawn out a bit more, and I don't want to say it like that because it's kind of like you're you're, you're having padding. But no, um, to actually I think they investigate also possibly it. know that people wouldn't have paid for it. Wouldn't pay. Wouldn't oh. have paid for a long series of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. True, no, true. I think, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. But I agree with you. I would have I would have much rather had a less decompressed story mm. where we actually got to know all the characters more. It would just make it seem a lot more epic. I mean, we've got a Hyborian... We've got different space and time. Like, we've got yeah, different timelines. Right? We've got diverse characters from present-day Moon Knight to 16th century to Hyborian age. It just screams something like of the Lord of the Rings scale, but mm-hmm. it, it just... We don't get it. It's going to wrap up soon, and... Um, Conan and Dark Agnes have found a, a wagon full of relics, and they just they just destroy that, and they go to some other place. They yeah. destroy. It's like I want to okay. learn more about it. Like you know, um, these are important relics, and you see only one page of these set priests or something just die because those relics are destroyed. I, I want to know more. Like you know. <laughs> yeah, me too. For sure. um, so I think a lot of the downcomings for the writing is the, the brevity of the whole thing. Um, and again, it could be editorial. I mean, you know, as you said, would people pay for something longer? Someone just said from our just do four parters. You know, we've got we've got Serpent Crown and and the Age of Conchu coming. We just want this as a setup. So maybe that's yeah. yeah maybe that's it. Because there are other questions like in in writing uh, these notes. I've I've asked as well. Worm this this whole worm thing. Talking with Allison, <coughs> um, he seems quite sin. It, it seems sinister. Um, <coughs> yeah, it seems really sinister. It will be revealed just just in the last issue, and then that will wrap mm-hmm. it up. You know, so, except we know it's not going to wrap it. up. We know it's no, going to be a oh, no. well now we're, you know because these things. I don't know. Yeah. It does strike me that it's one of these ones that's going to pop back up again. Mm. And then who knows? Who knows? Um, also, as well, I'm just going through these notes here. Conchu, what did you think of Conchu talking to Mark and Moonlight all of a sudden? Um, was that really that has to be really Conchu, right? The font kind of. I think so. I think I, I. Yeah, I think so. I think. Uh, but why was he missing? Where was he? Where was he? Is that because he's been in struggles with the, in the True War with Set? Maybe. Well, I, I yeah, I would say yes. I would say that okay. everything, and like that, that's him. He's finally got through to Mark. Mm-hmm. And like this is what you have to do, and it sounds like even the very, the precision of Konshu, if 
if we're taking this as something that's in any kind of continuity, the precision of Conchu, the lack of him goading Mark, which <clears> is usually his Mark sort of oh, thing. Of yeah, like, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, and he's like going, if you don't do this, we fail. Um, this is the only way we've come undone. Mm-hmm. While Alison's saying we were all like, well, you know, like they're all doing these things. Mm. Um, and and Mark not talking back, just saying, I understand. Mm. It's, it's almost like this pause in that relationship of just saying, wait a minute. They seem to actually be talking to each other as like, this is the lo- you've got to do this. OK, uh, like no question about it. I don't know. I mean, this could be uncharacteristic, but if it's if it is within character, yeah. then I think it's a yeah, I think it's a it's some kind of thing coming over coming over mark yeah making him realize it's a big deal blah, i think blah, blah, so blah. so i think you're right i think i'm because i'm just trying to wrap my head around it as well because there's towards the end of this issue as well what really got me wondering was it's the second last page and um what solomon kane refers to as a rotter you know how they're holding um like a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. dead head and there's like a mask thing that Conan and Dark Agnes are talking to, and they're kind of they're guiding them, you know, to get the bracelet, you know, destroy it so yeah, the set gets. Yeah. But then at the end, when when Moon Knight puts on the bracelet, <coughs> they say we were we were all used. So what I think, Rebecca, here's my my massive conspiracy or theory. No, do it. So okay, so we've got three big players. I only I only thought there were two players and and now with this whole talk about we're talking about Age of Conchu, there's more and more it's coming out. There are three big players. We have Set, who's obviously bad. We have yeah. Worm, this worm who wants to um usurp Set for some reason, um and has been actively um guiding Allison and Conan, Moon Knight, all of them to yeah. to get set. To get this working, yeah. But then I think the person that whisked Conan away, because Conan got um, poisoned by that, that serpent, and he's about to be done by Satine when someone yeah. says, not yet loyal servant. Oh, that kind of blows yeah. a hole in it. I would have thought, I thought yeah. actually thought that was Conchu, but it isn't. No, that's Set. That's Set. Isn't it? So Set that's actually... A, so that set, is definitely the Set font then. Yes. So Set whisks Conan away to wherever this place is. But why would Set do that to to have Conan um, fight her. fight yeah, him? Fight. You know, fight Set. I don't understand. So that's what I was I was edging towards. That's why I thought Con- uh, Conchu was the one that whisked Conan away. And uh, but yeah, it doesn't make sense now with it, the font um, being very much. But, in the, but I'm not sure that he's Conan's fighting those little snakes. Mm. I, I'm not sure they're all in the same place. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Right. I don't know if that's a. It's just giving us a final page. I don't know though. It's really unclear that final panel. Yeah, he could be fighting like, um, worms, minions. I don't know. You're right. No, I think they're definitely. I think you're right. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. We don't mm. know when. So it's tantalizingly kind of left. Yeah, I think maybe he. Maybe he's still fighting Satines. I uh, don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't, oh, you're right. It could be. It could I don't be. know who those little snakes are from. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's confusing, <laughs> but it looks like it looks like we've definitely got Set versus Conchu and yep. Mark stomping across some cool plane. Yeah. So Conchu, um, obvi- Conchu obviously got Mark to wear the bracelet so his avatar can come to save yeah. Conchu. So that makes yes. sense. But it's just Conan is a little 
it's a little weird as to where he is. Yeah, what's we're not happening. sure where Conan is right now. Mm. And do, I, did you read the text? I didn't read the. No, the I text. didn't. No, I, I, I think I'll go through. It probably and... explains it all, but I'm. You know. Oh right, I always just thought that that was, that was a separate story, but it may be. It... I don't know. I've not yeah. paid any attention to. Oh yeah, it does look like it is. <laughs> yeah, but um, Tale of Solomon. I'm not yeah, I was going to go back and read them like um, con- you know one after the other, but um... I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> It's too much for me. Um, right, so they're loonies. As you can see, um, Rebecca and I, um, thinking out loud. Uh, probably... We liked it more than we thought they could, yeah, but only for the last page. It, it, just, it gave us more food for thought than we thought. So, um, yeah. they, uh, you know, Zub did leave a lot of things up in the air there. Um, but, again, it still doesn't take away from, again, the, the length of this overall story um, and... Yeah, and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Art-wise, uh, yeah, you, Rebecca, you mentioned the layouts. Um, I don't know. I, I just thought it's really hard to explain. Um, this sort of art is, is – I don't hate it. I think it's it's good, but there just seems it's to be – It's functional, but not that interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, there's something missing behind it. I don't know. That's the best yeah. way I can explain it. It, it. The the figures are there. Maybe it's a lack of background or something or – I don't know, but it just seems to be missing something. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, I I thought that it was serviceable. The art, yeah. Unfortunately, it was, certainly wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Um, uh, Vanessa Del Rey's art was was great. It was good. I love it in conjunction with that colorist. Really, really f- cool stuff. Um, unfortunately, we get only a couple of pages of it. one page, one page of it. Um, so with Alison covered in all these worm-like things um, before it disappears and leaves them free. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, with, uh, so th- I'm just looking at the themes. Yes, yeah, so Worm's true motive, I guess uh, we've discussed, Rebecca, we don't really know. Um, we don't know. And Eve, I think that's would you say, the problem. Would you say, Eve, have you read Valley of the Worm by any chance? No, no. I'm going to have to hit up one of our loonies. I think it was Jordan... Hegarty, who he he um responded after we did the review of issue one and said no no you've got to read Valley of the Worm it actually makes it ties things together um, but I'm not sure if it reveals any more of of the worm uh, but I don't know it seems to I guess we'll just have to wait and see one more issue um, yeah <laughs> themes as well again this was I'll put this in the notes Rebecca um, Jim Zub was talking about this whole how fun and how exciting it is to pit Moon Knight against Solomon Kane because they have such polarizing views. Uh, we get a little bit more of it here with um, Solomon Kane, <clears throat> you know, just calling Moon Knight a pagan and and, and all that yeah, and yeah. pagan school. That's a bit pretty it's not much not really a pagan, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much the the end of it, really. Um, there's no yeah. much more. There's only a bit of cajoling between them, but they're not exactly hating each other. They're still kind of. And I don't feel like any of the characters are particularly fleshed out in this. Yeah, comic. exactly. Um, there's a little bit there. And that they could almost be anyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be, actually. Yeah, um, you know, just yeah, you're right. fighty. And, what do you I mean, see, Dark Agnes? What does she do? Not much. Like, she just fights. Just fighty and female and in the right kind of eight, like, right yeah. time period. And the same with Solomon Cain. doesn't really matter. It's just like, you're oh, right. he's you you someone s- a bit more... That was really disappointing. You don't. I was hoping. Give me, some, give, me give me someone a bit like Punisher, but the 16th century. That'll <laughs> yeah. do. Give me you know, like, it's yeah. like, 
I was hoping. And then this, Moon Knight uh, for the connection to Konshu and Gods, but yeah. it could. And and Moon Knight Hercules, very, but yeah, more bombastic. So and, and Moon Knight being very modern, uh, the way he, he speaks and stuff. Like, yes, yeah, yes. they are you needed, um, you someone very modern who had yeah. a reason to be there. Yeah, to really kind of contrast the two. But I was really disappointed. I wanted to know more about Solomon Kane, and there's not yeah, much I here. Yeah, because I'd like to know more about them and how they fit in with it. And like... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess with the themes there, again, it's only very lightly touched upon, which I guess is what we're always, you know, both Rebecca and I are saying across the board uh, in this event. Uh, and I'm just looking through characterizations. Uh, we mentioned Moon Knight's. Um, a little, little bit light-hearted, informal nature, more modern speak. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and we talked about Konshu picking his battles. Um, so yeah, no, I mean this whole thing actually has thrown a, a bit of new light, Rebecca. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Now, you know, with the understanding that there may be, maybe an Age of Konshu event coming up. I know, but I find it hard. I mean, like. I just, I sometimes think, I agree with you. I've come, mm. I, talk, talking about it has made me like it more. But I, I don't think that's how comics should be judged. I mean, no. like, I go into a shop and I still go and buy the three, 350 or whatever. Mm. And like, if I'm not enjoying the, what I actually read, yeah. I shouldn't have to be, oh, well, in a few months' time, I'll be able to blow some more money on one yeah. that actually yeah, made this one worthwhile. Yeah. So I, I agree, <clears throat> but I, it was still very frustrating to me that we couldn't just get a good story. No. True and and look, you know, if we if we didn't have uh, this to review on the show, we wouldn't have gone through it and have kind of teased out these things. You know, exactly as you say, the impression I got that when I read this and finished it was the impression I get for um, a lot of like mediocre comics that I read. Like you read it, yeah. and you, you kind of go, yeah, okay, that was a comic. Okay, now what now? What next? <laughs> you, you know, whereas uh, the good comics, you'd read it and you go, "Wow, that was that was pretty cool," and and it kind of yeah. sticks with you a bit longer. This does not stick with me at all. It's just another one of the countless numbers of comics that you know you go through, uh, and that's not a good sign, really. You know, especially if it has a character that uh, you know you're you're invested in, it should be something that really sticks with you, even to the point where. Even if you're a one-eyed Moon Knight fan, you would have a lot more inclination to love this more because you'd be biased, right? You'd love it because your character's in there. But the fact that he's in it and still kind of indifferent about the whole issue, it kind of speaks volumes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, it's, it's, yeah, for sure. It's just like, it just shows that, I don't know, I just think that this, it could have been told at the start of an event differently, like, we could have started the event and and told this maybe in a couple of issues in back, like in in sort of flashbacks, rather than having this as a or even thing. yeah even better. You have it as like a uh, like a prelude or whatever. You have it like annual yeah. sized. You Admit know? that it's like a prelude to it and yeah. do it and just have a thirty six page. You, know, you can yeah. you can compress it to thirty six and just have it as a prelude. This is issue zero or whatever, and then you have your event. Um, but to have it as four issues to try and tease out, what's that, 12 bucks, from, from, you know, to buy this, uh, it, w- it would probably go well in a collected edition, right? You know, this with uh, whatever, Serpent Crown and whatever Age of yeah, Country. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and cool. once, once we get that, then it's, again, like when we have more information, maybe mm. 
we'll like this will we can revisit this but yeah. at the moment it just feels very bitty yeah and absolutely in a day and age when comics are more expensive this yes. one wouldn't be on my radar like yes. it doesn't mean it's bad it just doesn't mean it's good either so yeah i, I think that's probably the best way to put it more leaning towards the bad <laughs> anyway rebecca let's go to our moon rating system yeah. now uh we have the choice here our fine fine high priest connoisseur as a rating system or we have our vanilla rating rebecca um we both know what we gave this so i'll I'll, uh, yeah. I'll ask you first then what would you give this issue three of conan open war uh i gave it 4.5 which mm-hmm. on connor's rating is between a telephone and half the moon mm. i don't know what he <laughs> means by a telephone moon i also don't care uh, what a what a weirdo and in your rating is a waxing <coughs> present slightly to half the moon <clears throat> Uh, yes, uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, exactly. Um, I went for a five point five, slightly more than Rebecca. Again, we had a little short, sharp conversation about this rating. Five out of ten, right down the middle, is a comic book that you know it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a labour to read. So this wasn't a labour to read, but it's not much more than that, really. Um, yeah, you don't. There's nothing. I, I don't gain anything out of this other than just reading it. <laughs> um, and Rebecca, you're less so. You found this a pain to read, then, I guess. I, well, I just, I found it just below okay. Yeah, yeah. like it's okay. Yeah, yeah I know where you coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's like I, it's still hovering around the five line of it's fine, but yeah. um, I was just, I was just trying to think, would I recommend it to someone? And as it stands, no. <laughs> so that's what dropped it below the five. Yeah. Like if they're if they're a massive fan of any of the characters, maybe, but like you know. Um, I don't don't know if it serves any of them great yet. Now you know that that it, if it becomes a good little trade, like if issue four kicks it out of the park. Mm. Oh gosh, you're banging that, on that, a lot there, Rebecca. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but if it yeah. does, then that that yeah. that could elevate the whole collection. Oh yeah, for sure. That you recommend, but this mm. on its own, it just seemed very a state get from A to B. Yeah. With no real love behind it, I think I spoke to connor just before i came on mm. and uh, i think they said something like um i think it was connor maybe somebody else who said it felt very much like fanfic um, Ooh, and not in okay. a bad way uh, no no because some fanfics oh, very yes, well written exactly yeah. i think i think i think what they meant was it feels like somebody picking the characters they would like to write yeah engineering a reason for them all to be together that doesn't entirely work mm. and then throwing things at it to try and make it work and yeah. I, I kind of agree with that so I kind of agree as well. I mean, like, is there any reason why Conan and Moon Knight are in this? Like, you know, they're, they're separate for most of for They've been separate. Not that we know about yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, like... Yeah. Um, yeah, as well. So, yeah, it's a shame these characters have not been used to their... To a, a better potential. I'd say not their full potential, but <clears throat> um, there we go. Uh, there we go, Looney's A little scathing... Not scathing, just, you know, we're just honest. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> if you did enjoy it, um, by all means, that's that's fantastic. And we only do yes. speak of our own opinions, and these are our views. Um, there's nothing wrong if you do love it, of course. It's um, it's fine. Everyone has different tastes. Now, um, <clears throat> Rebecca, just to, I guess just to wrap up, I'm just mindful of the time. Um, let's go through. There's only There are only a couple of <clears throat> Serpent War 3 relevant feedback from our loony, so I'll hold off on the other feedback for um, other particular episodes that we've done a bit later. Uh, <clears throat> but let's go through this. I'll um, we got a couple through our Facebook group. 
I'll take the short one, Rebecca, because, uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, Fine. And the first one comes from, I'd like to say, Moon Min. Uh, he's one mm. of the hosts of Moon Knight Core, a fantastic Facebook page. Go check him out. These guys are awesome. They've been on the show as well, um, a massive following. And Bobby Lounders, and he says, The story is maybe a bit too fast-paced for me to call it great, but Moon Knight's characterization has been spot on. Um, thank you, Bobby. Uh, yeah, uh, too fast-paced, absolutely. Uh, Moon Knight's characterization... Yeah, I'd say I'd say it, it's it's kind of on there. What would you? How would you um, take that, Rebecca? Um, I, I think it's all right. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I mean, yeah. I don't think I don't think it's off. I don't. No. I mean, like spot spot on more than we've seen in some yes. things. Um, yeah. I'm just not sure we've seen a huge amount of him. But um, it's yeah. No. I like that the quips are slightly less. Yes, and, um, me too. It's, he seems competent, and I, and I yes. really like that bit at the end there where he just seems to get what Konshu wants and just does it. Yeah. Yeah, you're um, right. So uh, I, think, I do like that. Yeah, I think the relationship between he and Conchu really does reinforce his characterization here, which is good. Um, and and as we've mentioned, this is the way it's. We seem it seems that Moon Knight is going forward more of this relationship with Conchu, more of the the um, the Egyptian mythos. So um, yeah, yeah, so very good. Um, and we have another one there, Rebecca <coughs> from Chad. <coughs> yeah, um, he said this was even deeper in sleep than James Allison. <laughs> we finally got the crux of the adventure where we realised that this worm is pulling the strings through time. There's a lot of stuff happening on all three fronts, but other than pulling the curtain on Oz, nothing significant. I predicted as much from the previous issue, and this one hardly seems to own the ground it stood on more of a part two than an issue three mm. it gets a pretty basic four out of ten from me Whee. maybe Konshu is too weak to shed blessed moonlight on this installment <laughs> thank you chad the power of chad, 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 chad. there um yeah pretty much <clears throat> sharing our sentiments there rebecca yeah i mean uh, i agree yeah yeah a lot of stuff happening but uh, you know at the end of the day nothing really that significant i mean there was a little bit of a motivation obviously hunting down these bracelets and relics but as mentioned it was glossed over yeah um, nothing too much um the only interesting bits as as you can hear listeners were, were the last page which i think rebecca and i spent most of the time on in this issue and to be to be yeah. fair the the bracelet at the end is literally the definition of a deus ex machina you know, yes. <laughs> so I was like oh we'll get the god to come and tell us what to do yeah um yeah. but 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 you know uh, it's good. We'll do it. I'm, I'm looking. I am looking forward to the last one. It makes it sound like I'm not. It's like I want it to end well. I want to see what the new status quo is. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. But I'm yeah. It's as it is. Yeah. It's I wanted more from it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So um, having said that, loonies, if you haven't picked it up, um, I you know I'd, I'd urge you to, to at least try it. Um, definitely and make out your own uh, your own judgment for it. Um, from what we've said. Issue four could be really good. I mean, so it actually has us kind of in the looking looking forward, looking towards. Yeah, issue I'm four. definitely looking forward to it. But I mean, yeah. I'm, I guess my 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 uh, thing would be like wait and buy it in trade. Mm. Like yep. is at this at this point, I I wouldn't. But yeah, I mean, it does have me issue. It's like it's almost like you almost get this case of like when they when they announce these things, it's almost worth just saying I'll just buy the final issue. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. because so many of these little minis are setting stuff up, but I am looking forward to it. Yeah. So, um, excellent. So in a couple of weeks time, uh, we'll be looking at the last issue, which should be pretty good because they come out bi-weekly, which is, uh, which is good. They will be kind of done. And then I think Conan Serpent Crown comes out, which, um, it'd be interesting to see if the, the bracelets, 
and any more of the relics are related to the Serpent Crown. We, we know Serpent Crown's got a bit more of a richer history in the Marvel Universe, so we do know more about that, um, and very much connected to Set. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, that wraps up our review for uh, this episode. Thank you so much, Loonies, for listening um, and sticking with it. I hope you enjoyed it. Next phase, we have uh, a last quarter, which means we are going, our segment is going uh, video games, and it's an Avatars of Vengeance review. We will be looking at Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Now, we had this slotted in a while ago, but uh, scheduling uh, made it not possible. But um, we'll mm-hmm. have a special guest, Joey Agliato, right. one of the yeah recent loonies, uh, came on board last year. He did his crazy, Rebecca. He he read the whole Moon Knight canon, I think in in about a week or so, um, just to get up to speed with Moon Knight. And uh, and he released a, ne- a podcast episode actually himself. Um, nice. Uh, yeah. I um I did I did it in like about a month I think when I decided to do it, but it's been a long time for mm. me. It's so. up for, uh, due for a reread, I think. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> uh, so looking forward to have Joey on there as well. Uh, finally. We are part of the collective as well. There's a whole band of podcasts out there with with similar ideas, um, and we have banded together just to. It's a great way to to bounce ideas off each other, um, you know, cross promote, um, and just to uh, push each other forward. So we have the likes of EMP, the Earth's Mightiest Podcast. We are Venomaniacs, a Venom Podcast, or Weird Science. They do DC and Marvel comic book reviews. <clears throat> very handy there as well but there's a whole slew of podcasts for you to check out go check them out character based or geek culture based it's all good um finally on the show notes you can check out you know where you can find us and yeah. and links to it but we're pretty much on email facebook twitter instagram youtube uh, we have a discord server um and uh as mentioned at the top of the show, we recently have a Patreon page now, so please consider having a look at the tiers, see if anything suits you, um, seeing if you want to support the show in any way. It will be very much appreciated. Um, and Podchaser as well, Rebecca. I've, uh, I've put us on there yeah. as well. So that's pretty fun. Cool. It's a fun website. Um, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us. Um, for this, it is great. As you said at the top of the show, like Moon Knight, it's great when you, you come in. You know, you're like a new title, a new, a new series of Moon Knight. It's uh, refreshing, and it's always fun to chat uh, comics with you. Yes, it's really, really it is nice to catch up, and it's nice to talk Moon Knight again. I've been away from everything for a long time and just getting back into the comics, so it's, it's yeah. nice to have sort of focused it, and it's been fun. I hope yeah. to do it again sometime. Oh, ab- absolutely. I mean, of course, depending on your schedules and stuff like that, I mean, we do have issue four. It would be great to actually wrap it up if we can... Um... Yeah, I would love to, actually, to do the look forward to what might come next. You know I love yeah. speculating. <laughs> um, or who knows, we might have a special episode where we review guardians with hercules or something that would be <laughs> for some yeah. random reason if you ever do it if you ever have a reason to slip hercules in there just you know yeah for sure no um a big thank you once again um and yes loonies you can catch us on all sorts of podcast catches you're listening to one now so we're on that one and we're on all these other ones as well as well uh time for us to go As always, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. See you. Moon Knight 
Credits and Affiliated Characters, Stories and Events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.